Welcome to the OmniTalk Spotlight Series, the series where we highlight the people, the technologies, and the companies that are shaping the future of retail. Now, for all you loyal listeners out there, today I would say we have some good news and we have some bad news. The good news is that we're joined today by Riff Martin, the CEO and co-founder of Skipify. And the bad news, sadly to say, is that he's a caliber of the But Riff, Come on! Welcome to the show. <laughs> Chris. Yes, uh, indeed. Yes, indeed. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. There's a trend. I've had two Cal Berkeley graduates. I think I'm going to lose my Stanford Cardinal card. Here We're taking little. over. You are. You're taking over. But man, you're doing some cool stuff. So big announcements recently. What's with, with your mug, by the way? Are you kidding me? Hey, I got um, to get this is the part, You didn't even show me that in the intro. You were waiting oh, until not. we started. And <laughs> you got the floral mug. Touche. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, hippies, right. cow, they go together, man. That's all. That's how it works. Mine says, don't quit your daydream on it. <laughs> I don't know. We couldn't have scripted that better. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> that is the Cal Berkeley motto, right? When it is. It's like, figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Who cares>? yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that was fun. But anyway, man, so you, yeah. you've been doing some cool stuff. So I want to get to the Google. I want to get to the Google announcement for sure. But let's let's set the table for everybody listening. And we'll probably throw a few barbs in there again. But what tell us about tell us about your background and then tell us about skipify sure yeah and thanks for having me i appreciate it um so my background i spent a number of years at responses um back before oracle acquired the company i had a startup that we exited to responses and then was there for about six years um right at this inflection point of as, as a company we were top ranked email provider by Forrester and, and a bunch of analysts. And it was this inflection point where email was starting to become cross-channel. It wasn't just about email mm-hmm. communication. It was about how do you create this experience for shoppers across these different channels and have it be coordinated and data-driven and automated and, and, and really creating you know, equity internally at, at, at these companies by building these programs that, that build then great customer experiences. And so that was, you know, part of my, my focus at responses was helping to transform the company and move that, that whole vision along of, of email becoming cross channel. Um, and so I think, you know, part of starting Skipify was, was being in those, those trenches and seeing those, those campaigns where, where a brand creates this emotional moment with, with a shopper where that shopper wants to buy something. And then they can't, that, that shopper has to click through and wait for the site to load and go find the products and put them in a cart and go through a checkout protocol. And, and that whole process takes a minute and a half, two minutes on average, right? That's like, there are, we have customers where they're the far end of their purchase funnel takes two, three minutes uh, at least. And so, so anyway, that was the whole point of, of Skipify is, is how do we, take these moments and make them commerce moments and, and just reduce the friction that, that it takes for a shopper to buy. And so we spend a lot of, of time internally thinking about email as a channel and, and, and the tech and the <clears throat> functionality that we, we built to make email shoppable. It works in other channels as well. So it works on, we have customers using it on their website to create express checkout with one touch to either buy a cart or single product with one touch. And then there's some other channels, um, you know, we're, we're announcing uh, pretty soon here a really neat affiliate program with a large partner in the, in the affiliate ecosystem uh, to power 
one-touch purchasing across affiliate websites. And then, and then there's some other neat stuff we're doing um, in some additional channels too. Interesting. I mean, that's, I'm really glad we went into that background because there's some angles to that I hadn't thought about before. And I mean, especially in light of just like the announcement that what WhatsApp had recently in terms of enabling their, their shopping experience out of that platform too. Like, how do you, how do you put email? I'm curious in context with some of the other different forms of engagement, like as you were talking, a part of me made me think that email is probably an incredibly, in some ways, incredibly personalized view of who we are yep. uh, relative to some of the other things that we you know, partake in as well. So how, how do you kind of lay out that landscape mentally for everyone? Yeah, I think you're right there. It, it is very personal. It's, it also remains the main way that brands and people interact with each other, despite some of these other, you know, whether it's a TikTok or a WhatsApp or whatever, um, you know, if you look at how people are managing their communications with all the brands that they deal with, the central platform they're using to do that remains email and, and increasingly so, right? So um, despite some of the growth from some of these other channels, like most people are still getting their purchase confirmation emails, their, you know, replenishment emails, their new product notifications, all of that happens through email as a platform. If you looked at email as a commerce platform, which it's not, <laughs> right? right? If you looked at email as a the commerce platform, one thing we think is pretty interesting is, is, is roughly 20% of sales online can be traced back to an email message. Right. So like someone receives an email and then they go to the website, they do all this stuff and they buy it's stuff. attributed somewhere. Exactly. And okay. so, but, so if you, if you thought about email as a, and measured it as a commerce platform, it would, it would be right around the second largest commerce platform in the United States behind only Amazon, maybe okay. Shopify is larger potentially on how you measure it. And so at Skipify, what, what we're doing is we're making email a commerce channel. And, yeah. and allowing for commerce to happen directly inside of email. And in doing that, then we create the infrastructure to make commerce happen in these other channels as well. But that's how I think about email. It's like, it's actually the second largest platform besides Amazon. It's just not built for commerce. And so at Skipify, we look at that and say, well, well, how can we change that? There are already these great relationships that happen through email and great communication. How do we make it so commerce can happen there too? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that, especially too, when you start thinking about where in the funnel that channel is happening too, right? Yep. So like the interactions with the Shopify, Amazon, et cetera, those are much later stage than where you're talking about that percentage activities happening. I've never thought about that before. That's actually, that's incredibly fascinating. How does it actually work then? So as yep. you think about activating this channel, you know, break it down for us. Like I'm a, you know, eight year old, like what am I, what am I actually seeing and doing as you're, as you're describing this? Yeah. So, you know, we think about like traditional static, call them old school emails, which is the, which is the way people have email in their inbox right now. And, and those are images that are not interactive at all, that have no real-time information besides just the static image. And then if you want to go interact or shop with that brand, the, the email right now is just a gateway. It's a, it's a, and it's a hurdle in a lot of cases mm -hmm. that, that then that, that consumer needs to say, okay, do I have enough time on my hands? And am I in a place in my life right now where I've got three minutes or five minutes right. to go and do all the steps? And so, but, but, but if, you, if you think about what went into that email, that the group sending that email knows who that person is. They probably know the products that person wants to buy. They spend a whole bunch of time generating what they think is the right ideal message for that person to see. But then that person has to go do a bunch of work. And so- yeah. 
the, the way we think about it is, okay, in this, in this next world that we're trying to build in this, what we call this shoppable email world, this interactive email world, well, those, those emails should have real-time product information right in the email. Whatever sizes are available, whatever colorways are available, and that person should be able to see that right inside of the email. And then they should be able to shop just like they'd shop on a website. They should be able to shop inside of that email. And that's what Skipify creates is if you're a merchant, you can take the emails that you already built that are mm -hmm. HTML static. You can give them to us and we will automatically send them back to you in a way that has all that interactivity inside of it without any coding or any other effort or work on your side. You send it to us, we send it to you. And so we, that's the, when we think about email and how is this different, then from a shopper's perspective, they go into the same email inbox they were going to use anyway, but the message they see from that merchant is now more similar to what they get from a modern shopping experience on a website. It's interactive, has all the product information, all the, the ability to purchase, has a shopping cart inside of the email. You can add multiple products from the same email into that cart. And then you can just click out in a way that's safe uh, and PCI compliant and secure, just like PayPal or Stripe. And you hit the button and you just buy that, whatever you want from the email. The, this is so fascinating. And the I, I guess I, I'm I'm comparing it constantly to what we're seeing with like Facebook and Instagram shopping, where mm -hmm. not only are you having discovery happen in that channel, but you're also able to now purchase in that same experience. Yep. I'm curious what like when you look at demographic sets or like who who your your target customer is or maybe your client's target customer yep. for this. Um, who is that? I mean, are you going so, over a slightly a older demographic or is it like? I don't know. You know what's really Break neat it down. Is, yeah, we actually, we thought like, okay, here's where it's going to be. And it's going right. to be yeah. right on the cutting edge of the people who are, and this is the age group. And the answer is, it's like, it's actually everybody. Like it's, you know, we have, it, it's, it doesn't even disproportionately skew towards certain age brackets. Like we have people that are in their sixties or seventies purchasing inside of the email and people that are in their twenties because it looks and feels just like the way that you'd buy something on a website, which right. everyone knows how to do, right? And so I think that's been part of the trick from our side is, is how do we build the experience in a way that is not just convenient, but familiar for anyone. And then they don't need to be trained on it. it they trust it, they know how to do it, they feel like they're in control. And, and I think that we still have a lot of work to do there to get even better. Um, but that's what we're shooting for is everybody can buy online and everybody should be able to buy in an email or through these other channels. Um, that's kind of, that's, we've been surprised by that actually is the, sure. is the range of age of use of people for sure. Yeah. It's interesting too. Cause like email, like even if say like older people are using it, that's what they're still using. So to talk to them, you still have to probably use it or right. to do that's work exactly that way. Right. right? Yeah. Like you still got to use it. Yeah. How are you coordinating all that though? I mean, I loved what you said there too, about it's gotta be something that people can understand. So it feels like almost an incremental innovation yep. to what they're looking at versus a full step change, even though it is. Yep. How, what's all involved from the coordination side? Like, are you having to work with the email providers? Are you having to work with the retailers, the brands? How are you thinking about that landscape? What's all involved? Yeah. yeah. So we think about it almost as like rungs on a ladder and, and whether it's the merchant rung 
where the merchant wants to work with us directly, regardless of their email provider, they can absolutely do that. We also have some, some partnerships and some exclusive integrations with email providers. Some of the largest and top ranked email providers are now building Skipify directly into their platforms so that their merchants can just build the emails they were gonna build anyway, hit a button, and that email has a shoppable version. Where the, where, and then that, that email platform loves it because then the merchants that are their customers get this better, great experience and the revenue that comes from shoppable emails is just significantly higher than a static standard email. So, um, and then also we have if, uh, some agencies, creative agencies that we're working with, right? Where they might not necessarily have the technology layer that's sending the emails out, but they're doing the design and the creative and thinking about the strategy. So we can work with them as well. And they, and they have a collection of clients and then they can take it you know, back to their clients. And we, we build a relationship there, to, you know, whether it's the, ESP or the, the agency to, you know, to help them create better experiences for their merchant customers too. Yep. Rith, how are you thinking about the other side of this? Like, have you guys started to go into like customer support and follow-up or like, you know, this exchange that I can now have when I'm, you know, sending a DM to one of the brands that I either purchased from, or I have a question about a product. Yep. Are there merchants that you're working with who are thinking about that person, that point of it or, or yeah. that part of it? Re good, really good question. We, the way we think about it is we try not to do anything that would change the experience that a shopper would have if they just bought with the merchant directly. So Skipify is not going to do anything to handle the confirmation process of the order, returns, questions, it, any of that whole flow. We just stay out of it. Um, for a couple reasons. The most important reason we think is because that's the merchant's relationship with that shopper. And I think part of the challenge you see in the industry is, is we think there are frankly too many groups that are trying to get in the way of that relationship and then exploit it for their own gain. And, and that creates, you know, struggles in access to data and, and cost structures that are not fair or could be exploitative to merchants or just creates a whole bunch of problems. And, and I think what we're trying to do is to build really what we think is like the friendliest merchant experience. Like how do we get you the customer relationship? How do we get you the right data? How do we get you the conversions faster? And then frankly, just like get the heck out of the way so that they can keep building great customer relationships. That's how we think about it. Yeah, almost how do you take the things that are endemic to shopping already and just make them more efficient and easier to use? What types, yep. to that point, what types, if you can share, like what types of conversion increases do you see when you say compared to like a static email versus yep. you know, something that is tailored in this direction? Yeah, we, we see 30 plus percent increase in revenue from email. And that's a pretty consistent metric. We On the low that's end, we've seen some 10, 15. Yeah. It's, I mean, some of these email tends to be the highest ROI channel for a right. lot of brands. Right. And so, um, you know, we have some, if, if, you, if you look at the, the data and how that happens, there's some small incrementality in, in the interaction that happens inside of the email. Okay. So, right. So people look at that and say, oh, okay, this, this is a cool experience. I can play with it. I can move it. I can adjust it. This is novel. This is neat. The bulk of the, of the value in terms of 
increased conversion comes from the lack of all the steps that happen in the purchase process by using Skipify. Because that person doesn't have to go to the website and wait for the page to load. And what we're already starting find to find the product again, all that added stuff. to another cart, added go to, to a cart. different page, right? Yeah. Oh, there was, I was a shop, the look, and it's a, it's a jacket, it's a shirt and pants. And now it's like, okay, if you click through the email, how do you even do that? You can't, you literally right. got to go sort and look. This and actually just, forces that mechanism. Right. And so, so there's a combo for us of the reduction in the friction. And what we're starting to see that we're super excited about is, you know, we're still an early company, but we're getting to that inflection point of, of customers starting to use Skipify multiple times where they start to understand, oh, it's one of these emails. Oh, I can just buy from it. And we're starting mm. to see in, in that. So even in Almost just like an Apple pay transaction or something, yeah, or like, or like can, shop yeah, pay like, or something. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, oh, I know mm -hmm. what to do here. And yeah. it's just going to be just going to be easier for me. Hmm. So we think longer term, in addition to just the out of the gates conversion and, and the boost that that merchants can get there, we feel like there's a huge advantage for merchants to start thinking about how can they participate in this frictionless commerce economy and, and how can they make their experiences frictionless across their channels. And that's what Skipify wants to help them create. And, and then their shoppers, if you think about, okay, if, if I'm going to buy from company A, which is always easy to buy from and frictionless, and they're meeting me where I am, or I'm going to go to company B, where I don't even know what the hell their checkout looks like. And, and it's a pain in the ass for me to get their products. Like we just feel over time that, that there's advantage in merchants building that expectation with their shoppers. And that's what we're trying to create for merchants is this this frictionless experience across their shopping channels. Yeah. For those, for those listening, I think that's a key point too. Let's make sure we stop and put a pin in that too, because what I'd never thought about before is for those that are early to this too, early to this idea, that's almost a way to brand the inbox in a different way. You know, there's so many emails that we all get and we know so many of them are junk, but the ones that kind of show through in this manner are kind of a way for me to say, Hey, that one I'm going to be more likely to look at than say maybe yep. some of the others. And that's yep. a hard thing to do when you talk about differentiating the inbox. I've actually never even heard or talked about that concept before. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, where's Google fit into all that? So that was the big news. That was why we reached out and and I were like, yeah. this is cool. This is, you different. didn't want to talk Let's to me. This. Let's talk about it. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, after that's I got okay. past the cow thing, I was like, hey. yeah, okay. No, well, it's funny. It's work. like you work on a, work on a startup for two years. No one wants to talk to you. And then you announce you have a partnership with Google and it's like funny. Everyone Good problems to, to have. Now. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to talk to me four months ago. Um, just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's great. They, they have an amazing team um, and, they, and they've just done a, a really interesting and, and I think strong job of, of helping to propel like this idea of interactivity in the inbox and creating the right ecosystem there. It's still early days, but they put years of effort into the, the base layer of, of being able to do this. And so as a company, Skipify has taken some of their, their protocols and their tech, and we just built a bunch of tech on top of that and, and a bunch of you know, processes that are now patented with non-provisional patents and, and a bunch of other stuff that we did to develop on top of their um, what's called AMP framework. And so... Um, you know, that's a, it's a structure that email inboxes can use to receive interactive content. And so what's also interesting about that is, is, um, you know, AMP as a protocol, AMP, 
AMP as a protocol is now um, being utilized by Yahoo Mail and some other inboxes. So what Gmail did is they said, hey, we're going to start with this protocol. We're going to you know, enable it inside of our inbox. We're going to create this ecosystem that allows companies like Skipify to go develop on top of that technology. And then from our side, build a market and gain some of these partnerships, partnerships and, and merchant deployments and, and build a bunch of tech that lives on top of that um, stack that, that Google helped create through AMP. But then what, what's interesting is, um, is that, that the, the email market in particular is evolving in that it's not just AMP that's going to create interactivity inside of these inboxes. So Outlook recently announced that they're moving away from AMP into a, a, what they're referring to as like a dynamic HTML type protocol, which is an alternative to an AMP format. Tell, yell Keep going. Me, I'm getting too nerdy. Yeah. No, We're we are, but that's okay. Keep that's, going. I think it's super important because AMP was invented by Google. And so Apple just doesn't want to use it. But they could, and if they did, then all of a sudden, all of the inboxes in the United States would just have interactivity in them, basically overnight, because you'd have Yahoo, Gmail, Apple, Outlook was, was kind of there. But what's happened is you have this bifurcation where Yahoo and Gmail are going on the AMP route, and these other groups are not, and they're not going to go there. For a merchant, that's really important, because if they look at their list of customers, they might have somewhere between 40 and 60% that are between Gmail and Yahoo. So the question is like, what do we do with everyone else? And so part of what Skipify has been able to do through the basis of that Gmail partnership and our ability to create AMP code is then we have a fork in our tech that, that spins out a non-AMP version for these other inboxes. And so that's important because if you're a, a marketer and you're build, trying to build email, you're only building the HTML version of your email. Like no one right now goes and builds an AMP version on top of the HTML version. It's so difficult. There's not enough time to do it. There certainly isn't enough time to do the next alternative version of that as well. And so, um, you know, I think the Gmail partnership for us is awesome because it gives us great relationships into that group and the ability to make sure that our merchants are delivering in the Gmail inbox in a way that looks great and works great. It also, from the, from the Google perspective, they know that we're standardizing all those experiences, that our code is consistent across all those merchants, the user experience is consistent, and then all those merchants aren't trying to build their own version of this. If that were to happen, the experience for shoppers would be disastrous because they'd be clicking on stuff that doesn't work. They'd be trying to buy things where the checkout doesn't happen, and then all of a sudden you lose consumer trust. So... You know, I think that for us, that helped us create this model in working really closely with the Google team, where then we can go work really closely with the Yahoo Mail team and some of these other teams and create this experience where, where shopping inside of the inbox becomes more standardized. And since it's becoming more standardized in part by Skipify, creating the versions for, for these different formats and making sure that the, that the user experience is spectacular, well, then groups like, like Google and Gmail want to work with us because we're, we're making sure that the user experience is, is fantastic. So, you know, it's just been, it's been awesome to work with their team and, and, you know, Yahoo team as well. And some of these other groups, it's just like, it's been amazing for us. Really neat. Yep. From the, from the consumer standpoint then, yeah. and love that discussion actually, because I think that's very educational. 
from the consumer standpoint now with this partnership, what do I see that's different? Like how is my Gmail experience different, uh, if at all, at this point? Yeah. So what, what you can see now is inside of your Gmail inbox, you can see messages that move. That would be the first thing hmm. and that move based on your action. So hmm. you, can you can then change product information through the equivalent of like a carousel or sw swatches that let you see different color variations wow. of a shoe, for example, right? And let's say you swapped from the blue to the red to the green shoe and you like the green shoe. Okay, well, what, what sizes are available? The sizes that you'd see in, inside of Gmail now would be the actual real-time inventory at the time of open through Skipify. So, so let's say the merchant send the email out at 10 a.m. and you have size 13 and you want the green shoe, but at, you know, at 11 a.m. that ran out and you opened the email at noon, it wouldn't show that size, right? It would just, it wouldn't show up. And so- um, Wow, so it's really then, personalized too. Yeah, it's, it's super, it can be super personalized. It's and localized, I should say. That's actually probably the better way to say it. It's more localized. Yep. And then uh, in addition to that, you can, within the email itself, you can move up and down and add other products to the equivalent of a shopping cart that lives inside of the email. So, you know, we have merchants that are sending five or 10 products out in one email. You can scroll through that email. You can see all the color options and, and variations of those products. You can select the sizes that you want and you can add them to a shopping cart inside of the email, just like you would add it to a shopping cart inside of the website. And then you click a button to buy it inside of gmail or now inside of yahoo and you're done and, and so as a shopper then you can then land on that merchant's website with a display that says congrats your purchase is finished if you want to keep shopping or you can just go back to that inbox go back to gmail or to yahoo or, or to apple mail or wherever else what are the limitations right now or what are you guys trying to get over as you're trying to expand the platform to more merchants you know, that's a really good question. There were a lot of limitations at the beginning in terms of how many products can we fit in here? Right. How many options can you create? There's a size limit to the messages that you can send in through these formats. So we spent over a year building a whole bunch of solutions to some of those challenges. And again, we're able to, to get a bunch of patents for some of how that operates to create dozens or even hundreds of permutations of different products and sizes directly inside of uh, the email. I think the biggest challenge that we're trying to solve for right now is consumer trust. And specifically because people are going into the inbox and it's new. And so that's also why we feel like really strongly about trying to make sure that the experience, the end product, the emails that we're generating are just fantastic every time. Because as this is still early, as, as people are in their inbox and starting to shop in these new ways, it's got to work. It's got to look great. It has to have the right functionality. If it's half-assed there and somebody did a poor job of building it, I don't know if that person's ever going to try and buy right. again from email. They mm -hmm. might just say like, oh, it's one of these things again. And that's mm -hmm. the thing for us that like we're really, really trying to to, to spend time on and focus on. And, and, and if you're a merchant that's considering doing this, I would really make sure that you do a great job. If, even if you don't partner with Skipify to do this for the sake of the, 
industry and other groups, like let's all do a great job together because we want this to keep, to keep growing and have consumers um, really trust it and appreciate it. Yeah, to that, to that point, Ritha, maybe we get you out of here on this and then we'll do, you know, how millennial are you? Where does it begin and end? So say I'm listening to this and I'm a, a Shopify merchant and I'm sending out emails. Yep. Like, I mean, could I literally call or even us ourselves? Yeah, I mean, we do that. And then we also have a newsletter we go out where, you know, we've been thinking about putting product in based Let's on- Let's make it shoppable. Like, can you, is it that easy? Like, can I just be like, hey, how do I make this email shoppable? Totally. On the Shopify site and it can happen? Yep. So we have customers that are on Shopify right now and, and alternatives to Shopify as well. So whether that's like a, you know, a Magento or a, a big commerce big or commerce. Sales commerce or whatever else. Yep. And so short answer there is, yeah, absolutely. If you're on Shopify. And then if you, if we like really dig into that, I would say, okay, if you're on Shopify and what are you using for email? Are you using Klaviyo? Right. Are you using, and then if you got into the nitty gritty there, the answer is, Still, yeah, you can totally do this. You can, if you're, for example, if you're using Klaviyo, send us your email. We'll send it back to you in a way that's completely shoppable. You upload that template into Klaviyo. Klaviyo is completely, we work with them on a number of other clients. If you're using, uh, you know, Cheetah Digital to send your email, works great. If you're using Adobe Campaign, we're in the process of building more integrations and, and some easier workflow there. Despite who you're work, working with on the email provider side, the worst case scenario is that they can't send these types of emails, in which case Skipify can send it for you. We don't want mm. to uh, mm -hmm. as a business mm -hmm. model, but if you really wanted to send them out, we could totally do that. Um, so regardless of who you're using for your e-commerce platform and regardless of who you're using for your email platform, you could, you could start doing this next week. You got a little backlog of like rolling customers out, but we could get you in the pipeline you know, next week in January, you could be sending shoppable emails. Which is important to think about, I think, for the small businesses out there too, especially with e-commerce being so important and not every store being open. And so any oh, extra yeah. ounce of conversion you can get on Easiest your email. Easiest hack. Easiest yeah. hack you do right now. Right. right. Just take, take the emails. You're, you're going to send card abandoned emails. Just make them interactive and shoppable. That's right? exactly that what I was thinking. 10%, 15% lift in card abandoned. Like just start having, send your programs to us. We'll send them back to you. Keep the exact same email provider. Don't change anything else. We'll just make your, and you can start there. And yeah, then all over behind. time, we'll just, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll chip away and chip away at, at more programs for you. And then if you want, you can start adding us to your website. You can get in our beta for display ads, um, you know, to do shoppable display ads. Uh, and if you have an affiliate network, we can help you there too. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Really glad I asked that last point. I was really curious about it. That's why I love doing this show, man. You never know and where you're going to hit things, even that just take close to home that makes sense. So um, awesome. Well, all right. And we ready for this? This is going to be crazy. Here we go. I think so. I think so. Uh, okay. Rith, when you go to the grocery store, when you're not growing your own vegetables in your backyard, yes. uh, as all Berkeley you, graduates do, right. Yes. You, he actually, I should clarify. He is actually growing vegetables in his backyard. That was not a dig <laughs> on you, <laughs> completely, but yes. yes. We have, we spend some time growing veggies. We love it. Yes. Yeah. So when you do have to go to a store, what yep. are you using for payment? Cash, credit card, mobile payment. You're just buying everything through emails. I have a, I have a credit card that has touchless payment on my credit card. I wish, okay. Hey, now Yahoo's got this, some of their grocery integration right inside of their inbox. I'll yep. probably be using that to you know, plug my groceries right inside the email. It's weird. So people shopping from emails. It's like so a you're pattern. tapping the credit card. You're tapping versus using the phone. Huh? You're tapping the credit card. Uh, that's I your do, style. 
I am a I'm a little bit more of a tapper than a a phone person. So kind of European. You kind of got that it vibe is, going. Well, I also um, you know I've we've worked with some companies in that category that have said they appreciate when the transactions come in that way. So I'm just trying to be helpful for them as opposed to it's just one person, but give them know. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start, it starts with one. It starts, it starts with, with one. one. Yeah. Okay. Next I question. I, I would say the new oh. GPay. If you've seen the new GPay, yeah. I'm probably going to start using that. Even though I've got an okay. iPhone, I'll probably next that time. That does sound kind of sweet. Yeah. That yeah. does sound kind of sweet. Yep. All right. Next question. Okay. If it, in the last week, how many times have you ordered food, groceries, or drinks from an app? Five. Yes. Definite millennial answer. So, <laughs> that, it might be more. <laughs> You're yeah. digging the hole. So just, uh, yeah, five is good. Stick with five. No. That's all right. And, and for those and for those listening, technically Rith is a millennial. So we're seeing if he's an old soul millennial or a young soul millennial. <laughs> is that with bad? These questions. Yeah, no, no, it is good. No, that's no, good. No it's wrong good. answers. The tapping the card one is a little dicey, people. but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't really all right. I get real close. You do. No touching. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. He's balancing himself out. Okay, yeah. last question. If you could only use one social app, which one would you choose and why? Oh, man. Um, I'd say Instagram, probably, just because I, can, I can scroll for days. One, I can scroll for days. And two, I just know, even if some other social app comes out that's pretty good, they'll just clone those features <laughs> within three to six months. So... I never have to keep up with anything else. They'll just, oh, TikTok's a thing. Here's reels, you know, like, here we go. Right oh, on the front filters, page. Filters are big on Snapchat. <laughs> we'll add them to Instagram. So probably Instagram, I would say. Any guilty pleasure Instagram follows? Oh, man. I, I, try, I try to be good at golf, which is just a journey. <laughs> I have a bunch of nerdy golf people who I follow that are, you know, too, probably too inappropriate to mention for this podcast. <laughs> I have no idea what that meant, but that's awesome. <laughs> They're just some, some people in the golf community are just ruthless. And, that seems um, so unusual, but I know. I'll take your word it's for awful. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is fair. Yeah. That is, that is wild. My mind is going in all kinds of different directions, but yeah. Hey man, that was, I, I gotta say that was awesome. I, I think that this is definitely one of my favorite podcasts. I think you every once in a while you hit on a topic where you just learn a ton uh, and reframe things in a different way than I, than I think we've probably ever thought about before too. So I, I, I learned, a, so thank you for that. Cause that was great. If, if people want to get in touch with you, which I imagine people might, because there was a lot of interesting stuff here dropped. And I think a lot of stuff that actually can be tactically implemented here as well and help a lot of people too, as we talked about, especially during the times that we're in. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, just reach out any, you can go to our website, skipify.com. Uh, if you're interested in shoppable emails and getting started there, you can go to skipify.com slash email or just go to skipify.com and click through on some of the links there. And then I'm have, I'd love to connect with people on LinkedIn. If you know, I'm easy to find there, just R-Y-T-H Martin, Riff Martin, Skipify and send me a note and whatever I can do to be helpful, we'll do it. Um, we're here to help. Awesome, man. Awesome. Sounds great. And yeah, hopefully people will reach out and uh, there you have it, folks. Well, again, thanks so much. This is what I call the diamond in the rough interview. We got a Calvert. Real rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. <laughs> Rick Mark, the co-founder uh, CEO of Skipify. To everyone listening out there, I say it all the time, and it's more important than ever. Be careful out there.